Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Lover in the Ice. It was written by Caleb Stokes, and it's part of the Delta Green universe. I'm your game master, and this is episode two. Our recap will be given by Brian Daly as his character, Jared Lansnicht. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Brian? Sierra, 3-4. Highly classified. Access authorization code, Papa Mike Sierra, 3-4-3-5. GB-224. Missive 01. To Special Agent H. Arrival on site successful. Cover holding. GB-224 was found to be compromised by inclement weather. Surveillance footage from the site has been procured. Analysis pending. At some point between the 2nd and 4th, friendly Mills broke protocol and investigated GB-224. It is assumed that during the unauthorized investigation, Mills was contaminated with an unknown organism, designation GB-224-A. Agents on site have secured found contents of GB-224, catalog pending. Notable details on GB-224-A. Contamination with GB-224-A appears to have drastic effects on the host's mind and biology. GB-224-A is a black, worm-like organism, approximately two feet long, with a buccal funnel ringed with teeth at the head, and terminating in a bulbous growth with tendrils and needle-like appendages, presumably to facilitate control over the host. An unidentified orange liquid appears to be produced and secreted by the organism. GB-224-A is likely to enter the mouth of a potential host, then reside in the esophagus and stomach, controlling or influencing the body through the tendrils and injections of the unknown fluid. The interaction between GB-224-A and the host seems to be highly detrimental to the host. The subject's body was emaciated and showing signs of severe dehydration. Upon investigation of the subject's residence, it was discovered that a large amount of pornography had been plastered on every surface within reach, and that the initial temperature of the residence had been set high, estimated at above 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Great quantities of ejaculate were also observed on multiple surfaces. Upon discovering the intrusion, the subject attacked agents W, C, and D, and was neutralized. No contamination of the agents was observed. The remains of GB-224-A were removed from the subject's body and bagged for future examination. Agent D made note that sustaining the assumed level of arousal for the amount of time witnessed should have caused the subject to faint, and that the quantity of ejaculate observed should not be possible without the subject dying of dehydration. Further analysis of GB-224-A unable to be performed without appropriate facilities. Options are storage or incineration. Further investigation of the subject's residence, pending. Excellent. So, uh, we will begin with the people in uh, Skip Mill's home. So, at the moment, you are still in the living room. I would like you to all do, uh, if you have... Um, <clears throat> Uh, let's see, uh, uh, human intelligence, uh, or uh, I guess that's psychology. Uh, that, that's good, human intelligence. 
I have success. As do I. I have a I have a success. Okay. Um you begin to notice a kind of pattern uh to the way things <clears throat> are laid out. You know that um he seems to have plastered all of the walls and furniture, even the door, with pornography. Uh, from his incredibly violent attack on you, it's almost as if he was trying to hem himself in to create a barrier around him that would distract him from possibly leaving and doing damage to somebody on the outside. Uh, all of his actions seem to be that he was trying to prevent something worse from happening by venting it here with all of this pornography and so forth. Because otherwise he didn't seem like the kind of a person you know, to be obsessed with pornography or anything like that. Obviously that thing was controlling him. But he was struggling against it. You also notice that this is not the house of a batch, a male bachelor only. There are a lot of little details in the house that would indicate that there is a woman's touch, uh, but a woman's touch that is matronly, his mother. I think we know he lived with his mom. Did someone mention that beforehand? Yes. At the office, I believe, yes. <clears throat> oh no I don't really want to go look for mother we have to we need to go see if there's other victims before we blow this place up or set it on fire or whatever we decide to do with it uh, the area does need to be cleansed but um, ideally in a manner that uh, doesn't draw or attract undue attention well maybe they got a basement what are we going to do with this organism? Well, it's jarred right now. Um, I don't think we'll have I don't think we'll have access to any sort of facilities that we can do a proper autopsy, taxonomy, anything on it. Um, so either <clears throat> we preserve it somehow, or we dispose of it. I'm all, right. all for disposal. Uh, Jared, do an idea roll. Intelligence roll. That's pass. Um, a lot of the town right now is, is abandoned, especially any kind of work, working facilities. There are probably some facilities somewhere in town or the university or or the college or the high school even that might have equipment that you could use if you wanted to do a stronger analysis, even medical supply stores in town or something. They might be closed, but that doesn't necessarily have to stop you. I'll keep that in the back of my mind. Okay. You've got a more right, pressing investigation right now. The house to see if there's another, uh, to see if we can find the mother. Yep. All right. Well, let's jump to the other two for a moment. Um, 
Agent Forrest and uh, Agent Weathers. Uh, you're standing in the, the shelter. The snow is still coming down outside. Uh, so part of it is still coming into the, uh, the, the shelter. Um, the things are scattered about. Obviously, the tree limb hit the side of the building. It knocked over one of the shelves. There are objects on the ground. Um, most of the things are boxed up or bagged up. Um, I believe in the last episode, you said that you sort of gathered them out of the weather. That's um, correct. So uh, it's a question of whether you want to do any kind of cursory examination now or if you want to wait until the guys come back for you and you'll have to figure out a place to, to move all this stuff. Uh, has Keys returned from the office yet? Uh, yes, Keys has returned and he's got the uh, the video recording yep. device. Okay, and uh, the grand total of this stuff, is it uh, is it light enough for us to actually move to a secondary location? Uh, yes, but there are there are a total of ten. Well, let me. Let me I'm going to generalize. There are ten items. Okay, but some gotcha. of those items are a box of stuff, and some of them are a bag of stuff. Gotcha. Um, would it be feasible for the two of us to basically uh, pile it all up, more or less, in our arms and take it? Uh, to mm, let's say the front office. Uh, you'd have to take make, take multiple trips. Most most of the things would would you couldn't carry more than one thing at a time. Okay, uh, I'm not letting them out of my sight, so I'm uh, I'm gonna stay here. I uh, I look over at Keys and say, "Well, what do you think? Should we uh, go ahead and start?" Uh, Goal number two, which is documentation, or should we wait for the guys? Uh, well, well, we could, um, you know, do a little bit of a, a look at it, a bit of a cursory examination, maybe. I don't know, just a little. We don't have to go for a detail at the minute. We can wait for the others, but... All right. I uh, shove the, uh, what is it, uh, packs of uh, notebooks into his hand and say some light reading for you and some light reading for me then and I'll go right to that uh, computer printout. All right. Um, you can see that most of the paper items have been weather damaged uh, but um, the computer printout uh, is almost uh, four feet high. Mm-hmm. Um, it it appears to be a list of uh, information uh, entries uh, that are our names, followed by some information. I'm assuming that you take some time to go oh, through yeah. this. So this is kind of the summary as you go. Hmm. You realize as you go that they are in alphabetical order. Subject. Albernathy Aaron, P, SS number, redacted, male Caucasian, right-handed, glove size, 30, or sorry, 23 centimeters, uh, preferred leather, 
Mm. Leather in black or dark brown does not trim nails until they exceed 1.75 millimeters. Cuticles need trimming, bites left uh, causing rough edges. Webbing brand tan, sorry, wedding band tan lines but no ring for three years, four months previous. Black hair on knuckles, seven millimeter scar on right metacarpal index finger from carving accident in wood shop, senior year high school, fall semester 1994. Subject, Aber Amelia. Hmm. C, social security number, redacted, female Caucasian, left-handed, glove size, small, 16 centimeters, Isotoners in white or light beige, nail length four centimeters, cuticles acceptable, prefers pink shades of nail polish, slight fungal infection on right pinky nail, unaware, married possibly because of, un or sorry, married. unmarried be possibly because of unattractive hands, three millimeter dark spot on left ring finger knuckle. Palm of hand shows single heart and headline instead of single heart Separate. and hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, and uh, it just keeps going like that. 250,000 entries. Yeah. The last one. Oh, sure. Sorry. Zumbrowski, Harvey, social security number redacted, male Caucasian, right-handed, glove size, large, 22 centimeters, missing, or sorry, black cotton, yellow rubber, knuckle riding, knuckle riding gloves. Hmm, interesting. Missing tip of left ring finger, bandsaw accident, June 2001. Mortal. Right hand. Oh, sure. Sorry, my, my skip to mortal because okay. that was weird. <laughs> right hand used to staunch puncture wound in abdomen. Mortal. Rupture spleen and perforated bowel. Death in two minutes, 19 seconds. Flames. Huh. That's interesting. It seems to be a list of 250,000 people. Forest. What? What? What is? What is that? What that? That last one there was about uh, somebody dying, uh, succumbing to their wounds. Uh, kind of homed in on the uh, mortal there. Um, yes, there's a lot of hand stuff. All there's hand a lot. There is a lot of hand stuff, but that's also the first time that uh, they used mortal. I'm not sure whether or not they were saying that the wounds were mortal or whether it was an issue of that happened to be the only one that was considered to be mortal. Uh, yeah. Um, do a spot hidden agent for us.
a is this a awareness or? awareness sorry okay uh 37 that's pass yep <clears throat> sorry when uh, i don't have hearts <clears throat> when agent keys is not looking directly at you uh you quickly flip through the stack and you find your name mm. and a perfect description of your hand. Hmm. Both hands, right or left, any uh, emphasis taken to either one of them? Um, well, let's just say that it's unnerving enough that if you had a scar or something on one of your hands, it would be described. Mm. If you had an odd mole or a thing, if you're if you were divorced and your ring your ring was missing, it would mention it. Mm. Um, and it mentions something about your hand that maybe only occurred a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. That was my next question. So yeah, do a sanity roll. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's a pass. Okay, just take one point of damage. Okay. That's freaky. Very unnerving. Um, Alex, uh, yes. you uh, pick up a, a valise that has a number of papers inside of it. Okay. Yep. Um, you, uh, you undo it, and what you see at first is very strange. There's, there's a collection of things that have been pulled together. And uh, they're all maps of a uh, part of Chicago. They have scribbles on them. What the and fuck? they have uh, some strange well you can see it's pointing to some place called Shambless Meatpacking. The fuck are these weird symbols? Um, do you know Yiddish? <laughs> nope. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, you can't tell. Now, each of these things, this valise has a number of folders. Each folder uh, is um, dated. Uh, they are dated from, oops, where's my cheat sheet? Why does my cheat sheet always disappear when I'm looking? <laughs> um, they are dated from uh, 1910 to 1924. Uh, the, uh, they seem to be uh, documented by a Mr. Abner Leibowitz, uh, who is a city of Chicago cartographer. And there are 14 maps in total, and they all are of the Stockyard District in Chicago. Um, and there's scribbles all over them, but you're not exactly sure what they mean. You'll have to maybe do some analysis or look some stuff up on the internet uh, when you get back to where you are. Yeah. All right, so let's jump to the others again. Okay. All right, you guys are still in the living room. What are you going to do? We need to search the rest of the house. All right. Room by room. Mm -hmm. 
What kind of house okay, is this? Sort of, of a suburban ranch style house? Um, yeah, it's not a very big house. Let's see how they describe it in here. One story. Um, uh, it is a one story with a basement. Um, there are two bedrooms on this level, a kitchen, a living room. Uh, you've seen the living room and the kitchen. And then there's uh, stairs going down to a basement. Have we adjusted the heat yet? We've turned the heat down, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, the smell, you, you, you could try opening the windows or something to get the... It stinks, stench. right? It stinks like, like semen, and it stinks like something worse. Does it stink like decomposition? Yeah. Somewhere in the house. Do you want to follow your nose? Don't advise opening the windows then, because we don't want to attract the neighbors. Uh, unfortunately, I agree with Cavalier. Okay. When you pulled up, you didn't see any residents on either side. So, all right, let's get it over with. Let's. Who's going in the back bedroom? I'll go. Yep. Let's go. Let's not split up. I go to draw my weapon and then realize I'm not carrying one. All right. Uh, it doesn't take you long to figure out that um, one of the bedrooms uh, belongs to uh, Mrs. Mills, Skip's father, uh, Skip's mother. Um, before you even open the door, you can smell the stench. Uh, you open up the door and lying on the ground next to the bed is something almost undescribable. You assume that that's what's left of his mother, but it's, it's almost beyond your imagination to understand this. It's as if Mrs. Mills had been flayed open on the floor. There's goo everywhere. There's orangeness shit everywhere. Um, do you want to go in and do a closer examination? You can all do sanity, uh, or if you, unless you've got, uh, you know, uh, immunity to uh, be dead bodies. This Is would this have violent? to be uh, dead bodies. Yeah, violence. Okay. I don't. I don't know if I do. I don't. But wouldn't I with my profession? Maybe not. I want to do the. Uh, I want to do the uh, decrease sanity trick. How does okay. that? What by using your bonds and rolling a D four? How does that work? That that's when you actually lose sanity. Then you can use bonds to try to counter augment the loss. Mm -hmm. exactly. ameliorate, ameliorate the loss. Okay. So yeah, I'm not immune to violence. I don't think. All right. Does it? So I'm immediately thinking. Um. Don't go in yet. Listen. I passed this. If that, yeah. If that okay. thing spawned additional anything. Um, we'd best be on our on our guard. Okay. 
the the silence is eerie now that you turned off the the TV and the radio and all of those things. Um, but you don't see any movement. No skittering noises. No skittering noises. Um, there is damage to the room, though. There appear to be bloody handprints uh, here and there on the walls, and you notice that some of the roof panels have been damaged. What do you mean roof panels? You mean like drop ceiling panels? Like, yeah, up up into the... Uh, there's probably not an attic, but an attic space. Uh, as if the, the drywall has been damaged. Not, not that I say panels. But, so can yeah. we see holes into the attic? Yes. Oh, that can't be good. <laughs> looking at... I need to get up to the attic. Looking at Mrs. I really wish I had a weapon right now. Sorry. Looking at Mrs. Mills, um, most of her internal organs are gone. It's like she's just a shell. And her skin seems to have been desiccated uh, while it was expanded. So it's almost like like a cracked eggshell is her skin. Um, and yeah, there's there's blood and there's orange liquid here and there on the floor and there are these bloody handprints. Um, you can do a spot hidden on the bloody handprints or, or uh, what I mean, the, an, an alertness. An alertness? That's a pass. Fail. Okay. Uh, if you passed, as you're looking at them, you realize that they are not precisely human handprints. They're very similar, but there's anatomical differences. Are they bigger or smaller? A little bigger. And oddly, it's almost as if the hand were twisted in a manner, in a strange manner. The distance between the index finger and the thumb is too wide. The little is, finger points out too far. Are they? Are there five digits? Uh, there are five digits, yes. Are you two thinking what I'm thinking? And there are two of them. No conclusions yet. What are you thinking? We pulled the other larval creature from the mouth of um, Mills. So you think this is the result of a full gestation? I think, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think this is um, remnants of a hosting. Hmm. I don't know if whatever grew inside her, this is wild speculation. I don't know if whatever grew inside her is its own entity or it took on some sort of um, aspects of humanity. I don't know. I know I don't want to go into crawl space. Oh, how big are the how big are the holes in the ceiling? Maybe about one and a half, two feet feet wide. I mean, enough as if a person was had punched their hole their way through and climbed up somehow. 
So there's there is a hole big enough for us to climb through, for example. Well, we could just go to the attic through normal means, I, I imagine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe something a little smaller than what you are, but I don't know how big you guys are. If we're going to be scoping out the crawl space, we need at least helmet, face mask, flashlight. Hell, flamethrower would be nice, but a uh... <laughs> couple of forty-fives would be handy. Let's check. The, uh, are there any? Are there any closets or anything? Is there some? You know, some place where a, a creature of size could hide in this room. Well, there's a closet. Closet's closed. Are there any handprints, footprints leading to it? No, the 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 there there are only handprints, and the handprints seem to go from the uh, from the body uh, up to the bed, across uh, up the wall, and out the hole. Oh, jeez! You don't see any feet marks. Hmm. All right, I think we've got one on the loose. Like well, we gotta we gotta check the uh the attic. Let's be systematic here. Let's check that other bedroom first. Okay. In case it jumped down. Skip's uh bedroom is full of pornography. Just like most of the rest of the house. Oh, that's interesting though. Was the, was the mother's bedroom void of it? Uh yes. But the door was the door was closed and the uh um there was some porn stuck up on the walls in the hallway. But what his bedroom's uh, oh oh I did, uh, um let's search it quick. I I doubt we're going to find anything but Let's just give it a quick toss. Um, you you toss this bedroom, and you're seeing the paraphernalia of what you would consider a healthy American man, and a ton of pornography all over everything. Uh, it's you get more and more the impression that this guy was infected with this thing, and that it was driving him, and that he was trying to stop it by feeding it pornography, so to speak, to um, now his mother may not have been so lucky. Uh, obviously she wasn't. <laughs> well, we don't, I mean, I, I can only guess that Mills was facing a similar fate. Should we check the basement quick? Yeah, and then let's see if we can uh, lock down the the house, if not just the crawl space above us. Is there how, is there like some kind of little ceiling hatch or something? Yes. And where is that located? Is that it's in the hall. It's in on one end of the hallway. Yes. And is yeah. it just a hatch that you would need a step ladder to get up into, kind that's, of a thing? That's correct. The kind that you would lift up and move over. Exactly, yeah. Is there any kind of weapon in the house? Well, you haven't searched the house. You there are there are knives in the kitchen. Oh, Anything that you'd find start. in a regular house. That'll do for a start. I'll take a large kitchen knife. What do you mean in a regular American house? You could find all kinds of weapons. 
No, keep yeah. looking. I mean, you'll find stuff. <laughs> okay. I'll make it easy for you. When you go down to the basement, there's no big monsters waiting for you. But there, <laughs> there is stuff. There's, um, I'll even give you a hand axe. Let's go to the basement, fellas. All right. Yeah. So down there, you find you find old stored stuff, and you find junk like that. Most of it with cobwebs and stuff. But there's a there's a ladder, and there is a a, a big axe. I'll trade right. out the butch, the chef's knife for the axe. And we can use the ladder to access the uh, the roof. Any flashlights? Um, sure. Yeah, there's flashlights. Yeah, let's make sure. Let's make use of those. And is there a gas connection to the house? <laughs> yeah, uh, there is a gas connection. Yes. What about any other fuel or anything? Do they have any kerosene or gasoline or? Uh, there's a can of gasoline for uh, mow the lawnmower. Perfect. Nobody's using the lawnmower this time of year. Mm -hmm. Some dirty rags or old blankets or anything. Sure. Cool. We got the means to make an impressive fire if we need to. Yep. All right. So, what's your move? All right. We need to clear the attic. Okay. Okay. I'll go and point with a flashlight and the hand axe. Will I'll hold the ladder. Maybe... Yeah. Okay. And then, Doc, you want to carry the gas can? What? Do you... What's the gas can for? In fact, here, soak some of these rags first. I don't know. Do you have a way to light them? In case some horrible monster that crawled out of her, your man's mother decides to uh, attack me, you know, we can set it on fire or something. I don't know. Actually, use... Here, this one's not soaked. I mean, I don't really uh, like wrap the it around your, going up into Wrap this. it around your face, just in case. All right. I don't really like the idea going up in this attic. I saw the grudge. <laughs> yeah, well... I'll be ready to tackle you off the ladder. Yeah, you'll know I'm in trouble if I start screaming like a girl. Oh, noted. All right, let's do this. All right. All right. So you carefully set up the ladder. You don't want to make too much noise. You're kind of freaked out. Um, set up the ladder underneath the, the thing. You, you climb up the ladder and you put your hands carefully on the wooden panel and you very carefully push it upwards until you can see that it's cleared the uh, the braces to keep it in place. And then you move it a little over to the side. Or how do you want to do it? Do you uh, want to... pushing it back. You push it back. And then your next move... Should I have the flashlight around in there? To peek, okay. peek my so head. you stick your head up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, you stick your head up. And you look around, and you can see where the, the light is coming from the bedroom through the hole. Um, there's cobwebs everywhere, but there's an unusual amount of light coming from one end. And you can see that on the, the end of the, the house, uh, there was an exhaust fan that's been ripped out of the wall so that there is now a hole in the wall, uh, which is probably where it went because it's not up here. All right, get them up there to have a look. See Basically, it went out the back of the house. 
There you go. Well, shit. <clears throat> Are there any kind of footprints or anything up here? Um, do you want to go all the way up and look? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You go up yeah, there and look. Well. And yeah, you can see in the dust there are no footprints, but there are handprints. Okay, again, handprints, no footprints. And that exhaust fan was torn out of the wall with a great yeah. deal of force. It wasn't like they didn't remove all the screws. No. It was like they grabbed a hold of it and literally just tore it out of the wall. Um, do, an, think... do, a, do an alertness. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be a success. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Fail. Uh, you think that you might actually see bits of hair and skin uh, that got kind of ripped on the splinters of the wood as whatever it is went out the house. Um, skin. Yeah. Kind of a grayish, bluish skin. It's not human skin. Hmm. Look at this duck. Yeah, can I look at it? I bring in your bring in yeah. another flashlight. Give me some more light. Uh what do you want? Um biology. You no know biology? <laughs> should be listed science biology yeah it would be science oh no medicine medicine and first aid okay medicine that'll work okay that's a success all right you've you've never seen anything like it it's it's almost like naked mole rat skin but it's gray it's like necrotic or no it's just that color hmm. it's quite loose like like fresh piece of skin um, um you don't see any red blood though you see maybe residues of orange okay i'm gonna wipe i'm gonna wipe it down with one of the gas soaked cloths okay so i've got all the the skin and hair off of the the thing Don't need okay. anyone getting uh, extra details on this. Okay. What next? Let's take it. Let's take care of the house and then go hunting. What do you mean take care of the house? Well, we've got two bodies that really, really don't need to get autopsied. And a house that looks very, very weird on the inside. We have a gas connection. We have a, we have gas, gasoline. We can soak the bodies in gasoline to ensure their demise and rig the house to explode, incinerate. Why would we do that? cover the evidence that way two two fine upstanding members of the community simply die in a uh, a tragic gas leak instead of this there's I some sense to in the plan. i almost wonder though 
if we just leave it, I mean, we don't want to draw attention to ourselves and we don't really want anybody to know that we're even here. Do you think that the, do you think that the, the, the local authorities would be able to explain any of this? Hey, this would just be some kind of weird satanic cult activity or something, right? They're not going to put extraterrestrial together. We don't even know if it's extraterrestrial. Right. That's a guess on my part. I don't know. I, but there's there's nothing to suggest satanic cult either. I, it's just a it's just a common explanation for weird things. Hmm. I I'm in favor of uh, destroying evidence over planting it. It's much easier. What about what do you think, Cavalier? I agree. I think it's easier to destroy the evidence. Given the storm and everything, we're not going to be able to get anybody to contain this properly and you know, whisk it away and we're safe anytime soon anyway. So Delta Green can't make use of it. The best thing we can do is to remove it from the potential public eye. Do we have to do anything with it immediately? In theory, no. I'm just thinking but... that and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but the outside story, a bunch of people came from FEMA. They came to the office. We gave them some offices. They asked a lot of questions about this Mills guy. Hmm. Three hours later, his house blows up. Yeah, yeah we could put some, we could feasibly put some time in between our inquiry and the uh, time, What's going on with the other half of the team? Oh, they're supposed to be securing the site. Mm -hmm. exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text. Yeah, who, uh, who texted me? I think it was Frost. I'm gonna text Frost back. I'm gonna text. Um, what am I gonna text? Situation fucked. Mills dead. Mother Mills dead. Your end? Question mark. You want me to uh, respond now, or do you want to uh, have a little time break between that? Oh, you're uh, asking Tom? me? Yeah. Um, no, respond, respond now. Yeah. Okay. You're, you've just, you know, gone through uh, the stack of uh, computer paper. Okay. Um, uh, found, uh, found 10 items, uh, started documenting one, extremely detailed surveillance on hands. At, I'm, I'm parts were added about a week ago and um, implies firsthand uh, what is it uh, experience uh, documenting hands thousands of people and second item is really detailed maps of a meatpacking plant in Chicago what is it uh, situation normal we are we have secured the scene and we have removed evidence of the break-in. Video evidence exists of whomever broke containment. Well, that's a fit. that's a little bit, of, and I'm saying this to the two guys with me, that's a little bit of good news. If there's video yep. evidence. I mean, do we, don't we think it's, I don't know. I'm thinking it's Mills for whatever reason. But. I, I would I would assume Mills. 
I'm going to assume as well. I mean, he didn't get this from eating a Taco Bell. Oh, and I'll add uh, single person uh, broke containment. What is it? Uh, we found uh, tracks of one person going in and coming out. Okay, what are the mission directives here? Find Mills, check. Secure the site and document items. Hey, maybe we should bring that shit over here. It is fucking cold here. <laughs> That's right, you have no heat. Yes. And the weather is continuing to snow and come down. Containment unit is literally broken. Please come get us. <laughs> We've got a lot of shit. Tell them we got a lot of shit. All right. Gonna make use of that cargo area. <laughs> um, are there any are there any house keys that I can find? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, all right. While we're deciding what to do with this location, let's make sure all the entrances, exits are locked. Uh, turn off all the lights. Let's make it look like no one's home. Yeah. Okay. You know, we'll get on that. Just, I'm just wondering if we if we bring the stuff here, if this place is safe enough. Um, well, let's, let's, at, at this point, it's it's as safe as anywhere else in the town. We don't have we don't have a secured location. And we don't have right a now. whole. We don't have a lot of options. We've got the somebody secured a hotel room for us. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily got, secure. That's yeah, not any more yeah. secure than this place. Except, but it, it doesn't it, smell like semen. Right. It doesn't and you have can examine any. things at your leisure. We yeah. are we are blessed to you know be able to go nose blind, but there are limits. Yeah, fair. Let's go get them. We got to get them. We got to pack the stuff up. We've got a big enough vehicle to put 10 things in. Do we? We have to get them? Ideally. We have to get yes. them. All right, fine. I don't, well, unless there's a uh, cursed sofa or something. But we might so make sure, this place is, uh, make sure this place is uh, locked down. Yeah, we didn't break in, right? So it, just from the no. outside, it does not look broken into. So let's just, yeah, let's just secure it and we'll talk about it around yeah you'd have to go around back to see the uh the damaged grate air intake that's the only external sign of shenanigans you know it's cold up with that hole in the attic it's cold up there and i'm saying this as we're driving we could stick okay. the old lady's corpse up in there perhaps I mean, we could we could also turn like just off the heat. Um, just on the uh, at the the thought of that, no, you probably couldn't because you think if you tried to move her, she would crumble into horrible body parts. That got it. <laughs> There's not enough left of her. It's really just a husk. Sweeper. A broom and a dustpan. I was going to say, you're worried about evidence. Mop, mop and a dustpan. Just take out the trash. 
All right, let's go get keys and forest. Yep. All right. So you drive over. We should, well, I mean, if we're going to dispose of bodies that way, then we should, I don't know. We need to find out what that orange stuff is so we can neutralize it properly. Make sure it can't be identified by anyone but us. And we still have that larval husk in a pickle jar or something, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I will, um, I'll look. I'll look through a phone book and see if there's any research labs, etc. We might be able to um, voluntold their facilities for a while. Is there a community college or something? Yes, there is. Yeah, we could see what's up with that. Probably easier to break into. Um, well, depends on if they're, I mean, their security system might be like the one on the, uh, on the box. True. It might be better. <laughs> so we'll just, we'll just have to keep our options open right now. All right. Uh, so you drive over back to the, uh, uh, the storage unit. Um, and the guys are pretty much ready for you. Uh, they have a number of cardboard boxes and uh, uh, the, the heaviest thing is an oddly shaped object about two feet across uh, that is in a, a black plastic bag. Um, it feels odd. It feels like a big chunk of something. It's got the weight of wood, um, and it. Uh, Is it a it's bag? Just, it's it's in a bag. Well, they've taken a black plastic bag and wrapped it up in that. What, what is this? You don't know? Are you? No, they haven't wrapped it up. It was already wrapped up. Oh, I'm sorry. We haven't they had haven't. time to go through all of it. I right. just read about uh, ten thousand different hands. And I looked it's at some maps. Hand. detail. All right. Weird. We do need a computer, though. We need to get to a computer as soon as. Are there any names you right. recognize? Um, what is it? I will uh, give him the pile and say, uh, look up yourself. All right. Is there, and, is there a Richard Todd? Uh, there is not. Do you look up your real name? Yeah. Yep, it's there. With a perfectly described set of hands. Both hands. hands or one hand? Both hands. Oof. But it does say which handed you are. It says and what kind of gloves you prefer when you wear them. And any kind of odd cuts or odd things on it, but you're you're still in the car, so yeah, you can't really look through a four foot high stack. Right, of, right. right. Of uh, while they were while they were loading up uh, the the stuff, uh -huh. uh, I would recommend to uh, Cavalier and Warthog that we try and use some snow to wipe off or wash off some of the uh, offending excrement. Of us? 
Mm -hmm. I mean, we can get cleaned up back at the uh, hotel room here, guys. Uh, we're gonna we get don't want to linger. Very strange. Yeah, we we don't, but we're gonna get very strange looks. We are we can mitigate dead. some of this issue. We are literally robbing a storage facility. Can we please not hang around? Um, to clarify some of the stuff you said, the hotel is not running. The hotel has been appropriated. Yeah. So oh, the okay. only people that are in there will be other crew members that might be on break. It's very likely you'll walk in, nobody will see anything that you're doing, and you'll just they'll just think you're a cleanup crew for something, or okay, they won't pay any attention. Well, that's better. Yeah, let's just let's go. Hey, Forrest, and I'll track the COVID. I covered up me getting the the footage. Keys was very thorough. Going. Uh, snow's uh, falling to cover up any actual tracks. Exactly. Yeah. We'll be fine. All right. You oh, get back. Shit. Snow's falling. We won't be able to track the uh, the thing. Say what now? <laughs> what? What? We bring them up to speed. I don't think there's anything we need to hide, is there? I don't have anything. That no, I no we're. Oh, do you do you have for, the, for uh, operational efficiency? You have a specimen. Yep. Yes, we do. Oh, may I see it? You're still in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's in let's, between those boxes. Yeah, okay. let's uh, just keep it out of sight. We we we'll wait. Just wait. We'll get to the hotel. These guys can get cleaned up. Okay. I need to get to a computer and all that jazz. All right. So to cover computers. We know there's a computer in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Hotels like gonna computers. Hotels literally across the street from where the trailer yeah. is. We can oh, use yeah. the we can use the uh nastified computer from that trailer. It is our okay. office space. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let yeah, okay. Let's let's go to the hotel, store all of the stuff in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So it takes you what, forty five minutes or so to get there to uh to take all of the stuff up to your third third floor room um and what do you want to do alex what do you want to do first well i will i will obviously make sure i've things dropped off but i will get the recording that i took oh yeah and i'll and i'll bring one of the maps as well with the writing on or maybe how many maps were there it was like there were 14 they're can, in can, they're in yeah. separate files yeah, so. inside of overlays. Yeah, I can I'll bring that along and I'll go to the uh All right. the caravan thing that we're working out. So let's do it like this. Um it's it's kind of uh, obvious that what you would do is is you would probably each be looking at something different. You wouldn't necessarily all be focusing but let's for the sake of ease uh let's handle one object at a time and since everybody else is in the room until alex gets back um you could say you know hey cavalier come here take a look at this or hey you know come over and look at this so who wants to go first what we'll do is we'll we'll have you choose between uh one and eight 
and then you can decide whether you want to go to the next number up or the next number down. And we'll start working our way through the objects. And there are 10 objects. Right, and we've looked at two, which is the valets and the uh, stack of computer paper. Is it, uh, I've been waiting for two weeks for this, so uh, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, number Seven. between one and eight. Seven? All right. There is what looks like a old-fashioned suitcase, um, uh, almost shaped like, I don't know how to describe it. The sides are perpendicular, but the top is leather and it sort of comes like that. There's a handle on the top. Oh, like a doctor's bag? Like, like a doctor's bag, but much bigger. Uh, like something you'd carry all of your stuff in. Like a, um, a carpet bag. Okay. Okay. Um, you go to the carpet bag and you know that there's something odd and bulky inside of it. You open up the bag and inside there is a wooden roundish object with a hatchet buried in it, jammed into it. Um, do you pull it out? Uh, I'm not pulling the hatchet out of the object, but I'm going to pull them both out together to get a better look. All right. This is what you see. Oh, my. It's a strange, badly carved wooden head with a hatchet buried in it. Hmm. A strangely painted face and some black residue and fingerprints on can the I try hatchet. To, can I tr try to identify the black residue? Sure. Well, uh, what is it? Uh, before he does that, uh, can I look around um, the object itself, just kind of like turn it about, see if there's any kind of maker mark on the statue? Um, sure. Do a luck roll. Woohoo. That's a fail. Okay. Um, you start looking around it to see if there is a mark. Uh, you don't see any kind of marking on it that would indicate who it was made by. Um, the more you look at it, the more it almost looks like it wasn't carved, but it somehow grew that way. And because you failed your luck, the hatchet falls out onto the floor. Huh. Okay. I was trying to avoid that, but... And it's about the size of a human head. Oh. What is it? Uh, I'll uh, I'll try and wedge it back in in the same position it was. Okay. Uh, not chopping, not doing any more damage, but just kind of putting it back like I found it. Okay. Hmm. Um, Corey, bring over your hand axe. Give it, a, give it a light tap just to make sure it's in. Yeah. But is it... Uh... Me. All right. Okay. Um, identifying the black residue. It looks like it's old. It's, it's a stain that's on the 
on the axe handle itself, um, you're not sure how long the stain has been there, but it's penetrated into the wood. You can't really rub it off. Like a, um, like a wood stain? Yeah, like or something, something, something oily enough that it actually went okay. into the wood. You'd have to sand it off. And even then it might have penetrated quite a bit into mm -hmm. it. Other than that, it seems to be a normal axe handle. And the head, that the more you look at it, the weirder, uh, you, you, it looked like it was badly carved, but it actually looks like it grew that way. And you can do a sanity roll. Any of you that examine it. And if you lose, you'll just take one point of damage. Okay. Hmm. Pass. All right. Just, just zero. Zero points of damage. Cool. It's just weird. Well, nothing malignant so far. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, what is it? Uh, nothing apparently harmful. I'll put that yeah. one back in the carpet bag. Okay. And make sure that it's uh, ready to move in case we have to in a hurry. Okay. That's my item. What are you guys doing? Um, you can choose another number or you could say, you know, eight or six. You can move up or down the list. What number are we on? Seven? He, he did seven. All right, I'll go for eight. All right, eight. Eight, you're intrigued by that big uh, black plastic bag uh, of the unusually shaped object. Um, you open it up and at first, it, 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 this is almost the size of a, a small footstool. It's, it's fairly big. It's made out of wood. It seems to have some intricate design to it, uh, but it's oddly shaped. It's like a box? It's a what now? No, it's just, just D10. Just like a big chunk of wood. Well, <laughs> you say that, but when you start to look at it, you realize there's only nine sides. Is that possible? Is it? Yeah. I, it, I, I was curious about that too. I guess. About I that. mean, with that design, though, with those that shape, it's got nine sides. <laughs> Is it heavy? Um, I mean, he didn't say that all the faces are regularly sized. So I mean, do you do you try and pick it up? Well, you did already pick it up, yeah. Yeah, to get um, out, to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not tremendously heavy. It's it's Is heavy it like like you would expect for wood. Well, there's the thing when you pick it up. You can tell there's something inside of it. Rattling around? Something. It's not really rattling around. It's like there's something does it uh, have, fairly large and loose in there. Does it have any hinges or anything? Does it look like it opens anywhere? Do a uh, uh, do an alertness roll. Success. Right. Um, you start you you start realizing that there is definitely. Uh, a reason why each pattern is the way that it is. And it takes you a few minutes to figure it out, but it's, it's, it's kind box. of a puzzle box. Yeah. And uh, you realize what you're supposed to do. You, you push the appropriate panels 
and the box sort of unfolds like it was all hinged on the inside. And there is another box inside of it. Um, different, but also nine-sided. Like one of those Russian doll things, what it was called. Mm -hmm. This all one's right. a little more intricate, it looks like. It has the same kind of patterns on it, though? Or whatever, like... It has different patterns on it. But the first but one does was it look kind like it of works a... in the same way. The first one seemed to look like it used a uh, mathematical formula that you'd follow to figure it out. This one also looks like that, but a more complicated mathematical formula. I see. Like Rubik's Cubes with uh, more sides on them. Do you want me to make a roll to try to figure it out? Sure, do an intelligence roll. Pass, 48 under 60. Okay. No, well, I mean, I assume it's five times intelligence, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I just realized my intelligence is 12, not 60. But... Well, 12 is 60. Okay. What did you, what did you roll? 48. Yeah, that's a pass. Well, this time it takes you half an hour or so um, to figure it out, to work your way through the pattern. But once you do, it also pops open, sort of unfolds like a flower, and inside is another box. This time, more complicated still, but getting oh. progressively smaller. I'm totally go. obsessed with it at this point. <laughs> All right. So you want to set over to the side? Yeah. All just right. keep working away at it. All right. Let's jump for a moment over to Alex. Alex, you go into the, uh, the office and uh, you begin to do some research. Uh, it takes you a while. We'll say it actually takes you uh, the good part of, let's say, two hours uh, because it's difficult. Um, what you find is that this Mr. A Abner Leibowitz uh, was the cartographer uh, for the city of Chicago and that his basic task was that he would, um, he would each year, he would redraw the maps for the sake of um, you know, political climate or uh, how the, the city was gonna rezone things and the first couple of years, everything seems normal. But then he became obsessed with this place, the Chambly Meatpacking. And as he went on each year, he became more and more obsessed with it. And it seems from his notes and from these maps that although, as you can see in the postcard from the top of this building, you can see it, over there, this red building, um, he could not find it when he was searching for it in the actual location. Um, all of his little maps show every route, every possible route that he took to try and locate this building in reality, and he couldn't find it. Uh, he marked maps where it should be, but nothing. And uh, year after year, he became more obsessed with it. And then in 19, 
uh, 23, he was fired. And he was fired because uh, he was neglecting his regular job and he'd become unstable. And so they let him go. Uh, in 1924, the year that followed, he was suspected of robbery uh, because the city archives had been broken into and certain survey maps and things were stolen. They, they thought that he did it. Uh, what the? This is some crazy shit. And finally, if you use Google, uh, Google Translate to try to figure out the Hebrew, which takes you the longest because you have to figure out how to type it in Hebrew. Um, the, the one, the, the tiny message was, uh, where is it? Where is it? I can't find it. And then the final message, the bigger message that he scribbled out on a piece of scrap paper is the cattle tunnels. Now I have them. And that was the last time he was ever seen. Holy shit. When you check the city records, there is no record at all of any place called Chablis, Chablis Meatpacking. What the fuck, man? You can do a sanity roll. Getting no all freaked out. No wonder this guy got a bit crazy. I'm even talking to myself. There is a knock on the trailer door. Uh, that's a fail as well. Lose one sanity. Okay. Uh, I I go. I I kind of jump. I get a bit startled by it, and then I go and open the door. Okay. Not all the way. Just you. You open the door, and there is a policeman standing there. And he's like, "Ah, um, hi. Uh, hi. Uh, my name is Deputy Eli Filigree, and he shows you his badge. Uh, he says, uh, are, "You're with FEMA." Uh, yeah, I'm Alex Webbs. Okay, I was trying to find uh, some information. Um, I was told that you were, that the, uh, uh, the, the, the department had been moved out here because of the, the, the damage to the building and the weather. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get some information on the electrical grid uh, for a certain part of town. Uh, okay. to see if uh, uh, to see which houses are still occupied and which ones aren't uh, are you the person to talk to well there's um, there's been a murder and I uh, I'm, I'm looking into it a murder um, well there was a it's kind of weird there was a homeless fellow uh, that we found on the street uh, in a ATM box uh, he'd been uh, obviously attacked, but um, I, I had my suspicions that uh, he's not a homeless person. Uh, the um, uh, well, how, how do I explain this? Uh, I mean, there's reasons to believe that, that this is not right. I, I tried to. I, I'm I'm just a, a deputy, but uh, I'm trying to solve the case, you know, to get, get a better promotion and stuff like yeah, that. But I, did, I didn't catch your name, deputy. Uh, Elias Filigree, deputy. Oh, okay. And, uh, I mean, there's just some weird things about the case. I, I tried to, to talk to my, uh, 
my superiors, but they said, considering the, the, the recent disaster, that there are far more important things than looking into the, uh, the death of a, what they perceive as a homeless person. Okay, well, I can't, I can't help you with the electrical grid because I'm trying to get into it myself. I've got to wait for clearance from... Oh, I see. Um, I'm just, I'm kind of figuring the, the reason why I wanted to see if I could find which houses were still occupied is I'm wondering if he came from one of those, okay. you know, and, um, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm probably bothering you. You're probably not really oh, no. interested at all. No, that's, that's fine. Um, if, if you want, I can, uh, keep you updated if I get into the grid finally and I can relay some information to you okay I'll, well uh, I'll, I'll kind of get up from working on the puzzle box and walk over and say yes of course deputy filigree we'll let you know as soon as we get access to the grid okay I he's he's across the street at the oh he is at the trailer yeah oh, I'm, not. I'm sorry i got yeah. lost that's okay i'll just <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i, I was, I was lost having a hallucination a this puzzle's really, really <laughs> with my brain um so um, he says, well, I mean, I'm working on this in my free time because, I mean, technically, like I say, the, the police department doesn't really want to bother uh, wasting time. I'm just hoping that I can, you know, solve it. This guy's fairly young. He's like 26. Yeah. Well, 24, that's, 26. That sound, it sounds like an interesting case. Well, if I can help you. I mean, the, 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 the whole thing was so weird, you know. Um, but okay. uh, all right, uh, maybe I'll check back in later and see if have, you've got the. Have you got a personal contact detail so I can contact you? Well, yeah, I mean, sure. Here's I don't know if policemen have cards. Um, here's my badge number. Okay. <laughs> um, here I'll write down my phone number. Yeah. Uh, you can get get a hold of me with dispatch. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you know. Um, wait, did you say? There was something weird about it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it would be easier to show you if, if you're really that interested. I could, you know, take you down to the morgue. But, uh, I mean, I don't want to bother you. You obviously have a lot of work to do with this with this stuff. Well, I see what I can do about the grid and get that, and then maybe I can see if I can help you out. You seem determined for this, so. All right. I'll be around. Just try to get a hold of me. Okay, I will. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, see you around, deputy. He walks out, gets into his police car, and drives away. Yeah, I, sh I shut the door. I'm like, oh, what a determined man, and uh, I want to check for footage. So. I'm sorry, you want to check for what? The footage from oh, the okay. drive. Yeah, that's my next. All right. Go on. Um, you go through the footage and all, all of what you're saying, you, you see the point early on when the building, when the tree falls down, the building gets damaged. Um, uh, you can see that it's snowing pretty heavily and it's quite a bit after that. Um, uh, but it looks like maybe about one o'clock in the morning that uh, Skip shows up and you're, I mean, you're 99% sure that it's Skip because he's all bundled up. Okay. And you see Skip uh, climb over the tree and go into the 
the building. And then you wait, and you wait, and you wait. And it takes oh, about a half an hour. And after a half an hour, you suddenly see Skip sort of stagger back uh, to the tree trunk, lean on the tree trunk and vomit all over the ground, which is where you saw the vomit on the ground. And then he climbs back over the tree and he, he's, he's staggering like he's like something bad has happened to him. Okay. Uh, and he staggers out of frame. Fuck, that gives that's, it a, that's all you see. I guess it's a time of a, a possible instant with Skip first coming in contact at least. But... Fuck. Um, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll write the, uh, write all my notes that I found, and then I will put every every bit of evidence back where it is, and then go back up to the hotel. All right. So after a bit, um, Alex rejoins you. Agent Keys rejoins you upstairs. Hey, Keys. Hello. Uh, I found out quite a bit actually. Uh, um, me, not so much. What'd you get? Well, uh, this is going to sound a bit weird, but I'll get into the bits that's actually relevant to uh, our friend Skip in a minute, but the item, the, uh, the maps. So this guy, uh, Abner Leibowitz, he was looking into him. And he got really, because he was the planner, so he would update it when certain things changed replanning that area and all that jazz and he was getting obsessed with this meatpacking plant mm -hmm. but it wasn't showing up it wasn't it didn't seem to exist it was there on the plans then he saw it but he when he was actually looking it was in the it, photographs but it wasn't yeah. in the oh it was in the photographs but wasn't in the plans photograph or illustration it was, it was a, a photograph, photograph from a building nearby looking at that area that. Oh and yeah, the postcard. The postcard. And in uh, 1923, he got fired because he was neglecting his work because he it got to him. He kept trying to figure out where this meatpacking plant was. Mm. And then apparently in 1924, it was the city archives was robbed for some of the uh, planning information and stuff like that. And I looked up this uh, the his little doodles, and one of them said, "Where is it?" Which is understandable if uh, he's looking for something. Then the other one, it kind of got me. It says, the cattle tunnels, now I have it. And then oh, he yeah. disappeared. What is it? Uh, they're, I'm vaguely familiar with, uh, they used to have uh, tunnels uh, beneath the city because they didn't want, uh, what is it, uh, livestock going through town and uh, disrupting traffic that would go right from like the loading docks from where they would come in from the train station. Shit. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. kind of a death march if you're a bovine, but uh, what is it? Uh, efficient. Maybe he went uh, down there and maybe found a way down there and well, he was never seen again according to what I researched. And Well, yeah. Well, but <clears throat> Are we getting get a little off track the, here? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Disconnected. No, 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 no. I just thought I would... I, I found it interesting. I wanted to share, but I'll get to the... What is it? Uh, 
Priority number two is documenting the abnormal objects in the green box. He is, uh, what is it, exactly on track here, fellas. So here, I'll, I'll get to Vanity. So when I checked the um, footage that I found at 1 a.m., Skip shows up, he goes in, and then half an hour later, he comes back by the tree, looking a bit uh, staggered, and he froze up. So we have a time of when he possibly got caught up in this mess, at least. So there's like a half hour gestation period for this thing, then. Well, wait. Seems to be. But that was initial contact. Can we? Can you cross-reference the time that that happened with when we started noticing this aberrant behavior with his web searches? Well, I guess we could easily do that by. Uh, yeah. All right. So the way that would have worked is one o'clock. Uh, we'll say that he got infected because we see him throw up and everything. He gets in his car and he drives home. Next day, he comes to work. He's ill and he leaves at half day. He calls the pornography store. He picks up a whole bunch of pornography and he secludes himself in his house. That next day. Right. So at least we well, have Well, it's actually timeline. the same day because it's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> at, at least we have a timeline of the events of Skip. But there's something more interesting. Uh, Deputy Elias Filgree, he's working off the books, but he came by the trailer. And he asked to see the grid because um, he's investigating this death with this homeless man by an ATM, but he doesn't think he's homeless. He thinks he came from one of the houses. And he did offer that I could go look at the body. Wait, dead by ATM? What? No, no, no. He was found dead by the by an ATM box. Oh, sorry. I should have been more clear. Sorry. Uh, how far is it from that uh, critter that uh, what is it you guys lost? Do we know where the ATM is? Did you get an address? No, but he did offer for me to see the body. So that's interesting. I, hmm. What is it? Uh, if we can get. You said he was uh, after information about the electric grid. If we could get, uh, what is it, uh, onto their system, what is it, uh, we would have something to trade for him, and that way we can organically ask what area he needs to look at. He seems quite determined to get to the bottom of this case, but the problem is I tried getting into the grid myself, but... I sadly couldn't, so we got to wait for the actual clearance, and that could take a couple of days. If he, to the, offered, uh, if he already offered to show you the body, he might offer a lot more information too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. he, he I think like that he, he'll do anything. I could potentially, I could potentially go and ask him. I could see, I could see the body, and also uh, review any sort of medical supplies they might have stockpiled there. You know, for yeah. FEMA purposes. But is it, uh, I'll throw it out there that uh, I've been kind of anchoring to look at this sample and those two bodies. I don't have a medical background, but I've got a biology background. And uh, especially if this is uh, non-human, that's more my uh, ball of wax here. Good. Because uh, I'm, I'm, strictly, I'm strictly human. How's the documenting coming along? Slow. Slow. 
But well, is we it, don't want uh, to bum rush in willy nilly and get, you know, well, and turn into it, another Mills situation. Well, true. the thing is, we don't have a lead on this thing out in the wild. Otherwise, that would probably be our highest priority. So, some people should stay here and keep documenting these anomalous objects. And uh, well, some people should probably go and uh, examine one or all of the biological specimens we have. Well, as the deputy has met me, I think I should definitely go and so he at least knows one of us. He's met one mm -hmm. of us, so it makes sense yep. for me to go. Uh, Doc, could you uh, provide your medical expertise in uh, that area? Certainly. But I, I am a little leery on uh, leaving a, a reduced number of us to categorize things um, in case in case something pops out of that bag over there and decides <laughs> that uh, Cavalier's face looks tasty. It's like chowing down on us one by one. Yeah, I understand. Well, yeah. what is it? Uh, we're we're at a little bit of a time crunch here, and we don't uh, have the manpower to be in an ideal situation, though. I, True. I will just bring one thing. The deputy, he seems very determined to get at the bottom, so... Even even if we spin some lies, maybe we can use them to our advantage. Perhaps. He seems resourceful from a brief conversation I had. If I, him. you know, if the if the body in the morgue that he's got is anything like the um, others, then yeah. that gives us a substantial amount of information as well. Exactly. Well, do you want me to set up a meeting with him? I if I bring him, uh, let's him. let's take care. Let's. Uh, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Forrest, and we'll go to the house and look at the bodies there. Okay, and then when you come back, uh, I'll help you continue categorizing. Mm -hmm. When you come back, I'll then set up a meeting with the. Deputy. That should work. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Wait, so okay. run the plan. You're going to go back to the house we were at with Forrest. So that he can look at those bodies. Mm -hmm. Are you two at the same time going to break into the local community college so you can take the sample and look at it? We can we can scope out what our options are there. We will acquire material. Don't worry. Remember, we're only a text away if you need backup. Understood. Yep. We have one vehicle, right? Currently. Yeah. <laughs> Currently. Is there a sporting goods store? I'm sure there is. Uh, would you like us to pick we, you up something? We yeah. might also be able to procure Mills's vehicle, provided we keep it hidden. I was going to say, it's probably not a good idea. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea at all. But um, no, just just pick up a, a couple of shotguns and some ammunition. Hmm. Okay. They shouldn't need to be registered or anything. They're just buy them over the counter. Uh, if we can find anybody actually selling anything in this mess, uh, I'll be surprised. Uh, we may have to do a, a little bit of a five-finger discount here. That's even better. Mm -hmm. Well, provided the cameras aren't working. What is it? Uh, that's pretty easily assessed uh, based on whether or not it's got lights on or not. But... Uh, 
what is it? Uh, we need to get a move on here. Yep. Yeah. I, I, as much as I want a gun, I might hold off on going and buying them. And, you know, again, it's this weird thing where these FEMA guys show up to town in the middle of an emergency. Oh, we're not going to buy them. Don't worry. And then they get caught shoplifting shotguns. <laughs> what is Valid it? Uh, if, if the opportunity presents itself, we shall avail ourselves. Otherwise, we are just going to uh, continue on. This is in the middle of a uh, national emergency here, and half the town uh, can't leave their homes. I'm feeling pretty good about our chances. Well, and the other half already left. Yep. What is it? Uh, I'll grab the keys and say, Doc, you want to drive or you want me to? I can drive. That'll be fine. All right. Toss you the keys. Let's get in the car. All right, so the three of you are going to head out, uh, which leaves uh, uh, Warthog and Cavalier. Cavalier is continuing I, I'm, to work. I'm staying with Cavalier. Oh, you are? I'm okay. with him still. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cavalier is continuing to work on the puzzle box. He has solved another level. Um, so what is that, four? Four levels you've solved? Three, I think. Three? Three you've solved. All right. Yeah. This fourth level is proving itself to be rather difficult um, as you're going through it, but you continue to work on it. All right. um, it's, it's a clever puzzle. Um, the wood of it feels very nice, polished, but it feels old. You know, not ancient, but old like 200 years old or so. You know, good piece of well-constructed wooden something kept in heads aside. <laughs> um, so, Richard, have you picked an object yet? No. Um, what's the, if I look at the pile of these things, what stands out? Well, that's what we're doing. Pick a, pick a number. Just pick a number. That'll One be through that. six. Uh, six. All right. We're working our way down. Uh, six. Um, uh, it's, it's an object that's in a, uh, uh, a cardboard box. Um, it's a little wooden stand with a cylinder, uh, made of metal, uh, that seems to be, uh, uh, etched all over or carved all over. And, uh, when you look at it closely, uh, it seems to have a comic strip etched into it. Uh, it's obviously in reverse because it's meant to be printed, and it's all in French. Do I notice this? I speak French. Well, yeah, you're watching I, him. I speak French him. as well. <laughs> I, speak, I speak French. What's it say? What's the comic book? Um, do an intelligence roll. Can I do one as well? Because sure. I'm not going to make it. Uh, 26. My intelligence is 75. So. Okay. Um, well, you you can read it. Uh, it's in French. It's funny. Um, but Alex recognizes it as uh, a very renowned comic artist, uh, uh, Rodolphe uh, Toffer. Um, and uh, you've probably seen some of his work. Of course, this was maybe 50 years ago that he was popular. And... Um, it doesn't weigh that much. It's made out of metal, but it's not that heavy. Um, 
what do you do? This seems odd to be categorized here. Who knows? Uh, what kind of a comic is it? Is it like a Sunday comic? Is it like a... Well, it's, it's a kind of um, satire, uh, maybe of French, you know, gov- po- political satire. Um, are you going to try to read through it or? I mean, the easiest thing to do is to cover it in ink and roll it on something. Do you have but ink? We don't have any ink. I don't have any ink. <laughs> And I don't think it's connected to the case. I would say, open that thing over there. Oh. Well, we still need to. Well, well the we'll case is catalog- cataloging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll just catalog it down as, and we can look at it in more depth later. We'll just catalog it down as what it is. Yeah. Because has got to be a print cylinder. There's got to be a reason it's here because everything else here seems weird and. There's got to be something more about this, so we should, because we got to be uh, to the point with these hey. categorizations. Hey, what if you rolled it in like some really packed snow? Would that be like printing it in the snow? I don't know. Maybe we could I, try I it. There is snow outside. What else do we have? We're in a hotel room. <clears throat> I don't know. I have this goddamn fucking puzzle box that every time I've solved it, there's another box inside it. It's driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> do you need a hand? Um, I don't know. Do I? Uh, I, I, I want you to figure it out or uh, uh, do an intelligence roll. Wait a minute, though, but it's in reverse. If I hold it up to a mirror, is there it you go. read? Yes. Then I'm just going to hold it up okay. to a mirror. If you can read French. And I read French, and I just sort of slowly spin it. And it's funny, and it's an amusing sort of thing. And you spin it, and you read the next panel, and you spin it, and you read the next panel, and it continues, and it's an interesting story, and it's funny, and you continue to spin it, and the next panel, and you spin it, and you spin it, and you spin it, and you never get to the end of the story. It keeps going. It keeps going? So it's, going it's going farther than the... You're but literally I can, doing I this. stop reading it and look at it, right? Correct. And it's a, it's a three-dimensional contained object. Correct. And then when I go up and read the mirror, it's just all there. Right. But whatever... If you, if you look down at the stuff that's in front of you yeah. on, on the actual thing, it's yeah. changed. Oh, that's weird. As you turn it, the story continues to change. What? Sanity rules from both of what you. Fuck is it? Right, I knew something was... Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, that's a fail. No, wait. Pass. That is a fail. That is a fail. Uh, you failed? How yeah, about I you, failed. Richard? Did you fail? Uh, no, I passed. You passed. Uh, Richard, you take one. Uh, Alex, you take one. He's six. One. I... Okay. Uh, you take one point? Yeah, okay. You're one. lucky, but... <laughs> I'm very fucking lucky. Too. But you can't remember the story. 
Uh, fuck. Neither one of us? No, you can. You can, Richard. But Alex, you can't. And you have a strong compulsion to pick the damn thing up and say, now, what was that story again? And uh, take a look at it and start I rotating it. I want to read um, it again, man. <laughs> We're not going to read it again. We're just going to put it away. No, but We're just going to catalog it. How's that puzzle on. box coming? Um, I can't remember. I, I rolled a uh, success, Tom. I rolled a you got another success? Yeah. Yep. All right. This time, though, it's taken you almost an hour to solve the, the box. Uh, you solve the fourth level and uh, open it up, and there is another box. Smaller God again. Damn it. Smaller and more complex. There's a hatchet boxes. over here. That'll help. How big now, is it now at this stage? Um, you know, about like this. Okay. All right. Um, you know what? I never watched Hellraiser either, so. You have, you have understood that there is a pattern to the patterns. Um, much of it has to do with the number nine. Okay. That's good. Not That's number nine, uh, iterations of number nine, so forth. Um, okay. I'd like you also to do an intelligence roll. That one I failed. Okay. Um, then nothing. You don't have to worry about it. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys want to move on to the next object? Uh, yes, even though right. I really want to read that comic strip. <laughs> One of the bulkiest uh, bits and pieces in here was a collection. Uh, it was a collection of objects that were on the back wall of the, uh, the, the storage chamber. Um, there are two uh, alabaster busts uh, one of a man and one of a woman. Uh, they have uh, very pleasant and young faces. Along with those, there are paintings, photographs, bas-reliefs, um, all gathered together in, in a box uh, next to those, these things, or they were next to them. When you look at the pictures, the paintings, uh, it's obviously the same two people. Um, you then find portraits of families. Uh, the portraits of families show a husband and a wife and multiple children. Most of the children are twins. And the girls look like the mom and the boys look like the father. Do any of you have history or art? Yes. I have history, yeah. I have history for those. Oh, nope. one. No, nope. I failed. Nice. Well, Richard, you are you are easily able to lay these out in your best estimate chronologically. Uh, you would say that the busts are ancient Roman, uh, that the paintings come from various periods in the Renaissance and, and so forth. And then the photographs began, and you can see these are early daguerreotypes, 
these are like this, and they move on. Uh, in each case, and some of them have dates written on the backs of them, uh, you begin to notice something even weirder, and that's that it's always these same two people, whether it's twins or 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 whatever the children look like the same children the parents look like the same parents and sometimes now that you're looking at photographs some of them could not be the same people even though they are in one case you've got a family in south africa uh in may of 1939 uh like a family reunion they all look the same and the other one is in Louisiana um, just a day later of another family reunion, and they all look the same too. They all look the same in the picture, or they all look the same between pictures? They all look the same. All of the males look the same. All of the children look like the fathers or the mothers. Well, if there's a picture of like eight adult males, they all look the same? Exactly, but different ages but obviously the same face. And the final two things you find are FBI, uh, two FBI badges, and it's the same people. Are these current? They're, they're, they're physical badges. Are these current badges? Well, they couldn't be current because they're in the, they were in the uh, box, at least pre-9-11. Pre, uh, pre what the fuck? The names are Al Albus, uh, Albus Juno and Cassia Juno. It's, this is like historical evidence of the same two people forever or something. This is... Hey, I have a weird idea. Let's cross-reference these names with the hand list. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> why not? For okay. Singles, why not? Um, do, well, you look through, it's, it's alphabetical. You look through it. Um, there is no listing for either one of them in the hand list. Okay. Keys, have you gone through this to see if your name is in it? Uh, I can have a look. Why not? Here, I'll turn away because I don't want to know your real name. Okay. It is. Ah, shit. In perfect uh, detail. You can do a God, one you, you can do a single. I, as soon as I notice you starting looking at your hand, I figure your name's in there. So is it even so? Even the burn, let's say I got a burn like two weeks ago. Is that like yeah? It's yeah. listed. Oh wait a minute! Then if if this is that up to date, wasn't this put in there pre nine eleven too? Yep. Yeah, I uh, I passed. I passed that. Sounding wrong. Um. Do a, um, well, I forget. Do either one of you have any uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation in your background? In your no. real background? No. Nope. Okay. I'm a police officer in Chicago. Right. Okay. All right. So that's another weird one. Uh, oh, of course, you do have a computer across the street still. We've so. gone through six of these ten items. Yep. 
What number was that? Uh, was that five? The busts. That was five. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so let's see. Um, I'll just do the next one on the list. Um, there is a violin case that's latched closed. Okay. I will. I will un. I will un. I'm gonna stupidly unlatch it because everything's been weird. Cover my so mouth. Hard, so. No. All right. I probably put like sewing up covering. Okay, it's just. Oh, it's, it's there is an old, worn violin and a bow, and the inside of the case is red velvet. I am just gonna observe. I'm kind of just gonna skim my gloved finger along the violin, see if there's anything odd about. The what part of the violin are you touching? <laughs> Uh, shit. The, the, the body of the violin. Uh. Feels like wood. Okay. Uh, then, I, then I'll just work up to the neck and then work up the neck. And this then... is sounding really dirty. Pull the out of there. I don't know the name of the actual fuck. Uh, it's, it's wood. It's all wood. Uh, then I... Then I examine the uh, bow. That's what it's called, isn't it? Okay, it's it's worn and it's it's it probably could use a new. Uh, I don't know what they're called, rosin or strings or whatever it is. Uh, although they're they're still in playable condition. This is gonna sound fucking. Oh, I don't want to do it, but I'm gonna pick it up and I'm just gonna test its weight in my hand. Very light. Just as I'd expect from a violin. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Todd, I... I don't want to, but maybe... I want to. I kind of want to see if it's in tune. It's, but there's, there's got to be something weird about it, so... How would I'm you gonna, know? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't think... I don't have anything musically background-ish, but... No, I'm not gonna play it. I'm just gonna put it back in the case. And wait, wait, but look it. at, look at, just inspect it. I and I will too. While he's, while Keys is looking at the violin, I want to look at the case. See if it's if there's parts that come out, movable parts. Um. Yes and no. I mean, there are the accoutrements of what a violin player would have in there. Um, uh, and if there are parts that can be moved or taken out, they, they can be. Um, seems to be a regular normal case with a red velvet interior. Is there, if I look, is there any inscriptions? If I look around, any, That's any like marking who it owned it? Uh, any marks, anything like that? Uh, there are not. There are no. Okay. You can see that there may have been a place where there had once been a label, but the label has since fallen off or worn okay. off. Just run, just run the bow across it. Well, I was thinking before I run the bow across it, I'm just going to use my fingers on the string first, and then I'll try the bow. Does it sound if I just use my fingers on the violin? 
just okay you're gonna fingers. you're gonna pluck the string yeah with my fingers which is absolutely no sound whatsoever no no sound at all nothing it's as uh, if I've... somebody turned the volume off but there gonna... are sounds well you can hear cavalier mumbling under his breath with the puzzle and mm -hmm. we whatever the heat going all the I'm other sounds are still there correct i'm i'm gonna do it i'm gonna use I'm the bow cursing string. under my breath cursing under my breath yes i i'm just too curious but i just want to i'm gonna try the bowstring okay. the actual bow and you try the bowstring and you rake it across and there is absolutely no sound not even the sound of the bow rubbing against the string what the Weird. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it back down now. What the? Oh, that's gonna bug me as well. A violin that makes no sound. Do an intelligence roll. Both of us, or just keep? Yeah, you can both. You can all do it if you in the room. Uh, forty-three out of seventy-five to pass. Yeah, I passed. I'm too wrapped up in my puzzle. Okay. <laughs> the two of you have the strangest feeling that if nothing is happening here, something may be happening somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> you mean the sound goes someplace else? No matter how hard you try, you can't get any sound or vibration. I mean, the string actually vibrates. We can see it. You can see it, but nothing. So we could be doing this and it could be like destroying a building somewhere or causing an earthquake or that I was think just you read too I, I think you read too many books. I did say that I did say that in character, I just said that I said that in character. All right, let's jump to the others for a bit. All right. Uh, where do you want to go first? What is it? Uh, we need uh, the uh, medical instruments first if we're going to uh, do a decent uh, workup of those samples so yeah uh, here uh, this is the address for the community college you want to look okay. that up on the map over there sure you're going to be navigator alright I'll give you directions as best I can All right. Um, this is actually a fairly sizable uh, community college um, and as you approach, um, you can see that there are still probably a few students, um, especially the ones that were living in the dorms, that are still here. Um, you're also pleasantly surprised to see that electricity, uh, at least in part of the campus, is still functioning. Um, it's obvious, too, perhaps, that no classes are going to be held because uh, most of the teachers don't live on the campus. Mm. Um, so right. you're, you might just be able to just walk in. <laughs> All right, Forrest. I, I, doubt, I doubt breaking and entering is going to work. Well, I mean, I don't think we have to. Let's just uh, try the door here. Um, mm -hmm. Let's, let's get it, our story uh, straight first. 
we're officials here. We can just say that we're here to commandeer some uh, supplies for use uh, for emergency medicine. We can hmm. let's try to let's try to avoid commandeering. Uh, let's let's ask if they want to donate some supplies for a uh, a medical go bag that we can what use while we're wandering around town. Either way, it'll work. Let's uh, let's see if anybody's actually going to stop us first. I mean, it's it's a it's an emergency, so yep, we can appeal to people's uh, beneficial nature. All yep. right. I'm doing the uh, trek to success, which is basically just uh, what is it? Uh, got my badge displayed and just walking fastly as if I own the place. Okay. Um, you start to walk around. Do a luck roll. Both of us? Uh, just him at the moment. Okay. Pass. He's kind of leading the way. All right. You only encounter along the way one student. Um, uh, a young fellow. Uh, he just seems to be going somewhere. You know, he doesn't look like he's got books in his hand or anything like that. But it gives you the opportunity to just say, excuse me, where is what the science lab? Yeah. Yeah. Biology department. Right. Medical. The anything. science building. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And he points you in the direction. Science building's over there. Um, just you know, take a left turn uh, when you get to uh, the the men's dorm over at uh, uh, McFillion Hall, and uh, just it's right there. All right. We make our way there. All right. So you go by the building, uh, you see the dorms, and uh, you find the science building. Now, when you go into the science building, there are, it's not dark inside, but it's not brightly lit like normal operation. Um, they've got basically what I don't want you to call them, janitor lights. Yeah, the uh, emergency on, lights. Because uh, nobody's using the building at the moment, but the doors aren't locked. Okay, going in. Yep. You think maybe off in the distance you can hear somebody waxing the floors. But mm -hmm. that's that's about it. Yeah, my problem just loading up and getting out. All right. Um any faculty aside uh, no. from the, the janitor? No faculty is here at this time. Dang. Um classes seem to have all been canceled. Obviously there's nothing going on. What's the what's the camera situation like? Hmm. There's no cameras. Okay. Is it? Uh, yeah, we'll worry about that later. This is uh, kind of an in and out operation here. And you're well, also in a you're also we, in a town where city funding is not very good. So we it's, might be able to get keys from the from the janitor and avoid avoid any breaking. I mean, so far we haven't run into a single locked door. Let's just see if we can like get in there and get out without anybody noticing. All right, fair. All right. Uh, it's like a three-story building, um, yeah. but you can see from the signs on the wall. Uh, where do you want to go? Like to biology, or do you want to go to uh, chemistry? Or uh, let's let's start with biology. We start with um, biology. Yeah, okay. yeah that's. Uh, that's tools that we can both recognize. All right. Uh, we'll say you find it. It's on the it's on the second level. Uh, you go down the hallway. There's nobody in there. Uh, you get to the door. 
but the door is locked. You can see through the glass window on the door right into the classroom. Mm-hmm. Is it the um, wired glass? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, crisscrossy wired glass. Uh, you can see that there are cabinets on the walls with all kinds of scientific equipment. And Which way does the door open? Door opens outward towards you. Okay. So in case... The hinges are on the, the outside. Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In case we could take the hinges off. Yeah, I don't have a uh, screwdriver to do that. Uh, what is it? Uh, now I think it's a good uh, opportunity to go find that janitor. Yeah, that would be the easiest. All right. Mm. And wouldn't require us uh, dismantling a door with a set of car keys. Um, that is the easiest thing to find because you can hear the the machine. And as you're walking down the hall towards him, his back is to you and he's doing the polishing the floor with the big spinny disc and he's got earphones on so he doesn't hear you. Um, All right. Is he is he grooving? Yeah, yeah, he's kind of dancing with the thing as he's going along. And as he turns around like and sees that. you, he jumps, you know. A uh, whoa, 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 friendly wave. And he's uh, uh yeah, um can I help you folks? Sir, would you like to serve your country? <laughs> um you gonna draft me? No, no, no. Uh, we're we're just here to requisition some supplies. We're throwing together a kind of a medical go bag. Oh, okay. I flash the FEMA badge. Um. Well, the medical, you know, school is down there. Do, what do you need? Yeah, we we're we're heading there afterwards. We don't want to we don't want to take uh, too much of the actual medical equipment because that's gonna actually get sent to the camp. Okay. So, um, what do you need from me? Uh, do you want to let us into a, a lab so we can? Oh, uh, oh, okay. Grab some scalpels yeah. and stuff. What? Which one do you need? I direct him up to the lab we were looking at. All right. Well, he's got a yeah. He's got a keychain. Mm-hmm. Says, all right, yeah. Um, well, what do you think about this? Uh, you look like you're not from here, so, um, you guys are FEMA. Uh, yep. What do you think of all this? It's awful, isn't it? It's nasty. Yeah. It's nasty. We're just uh, you know, the barely ride getting in some here of the campus. Hours. We're, we're just barely uh, getting some of the campus electricity. Yeah, we did a uh, similar operation up in Chicken, Alaska. Alaska? Wow, I always wanted to go to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a darker. no joke. It was darker up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, you went in the winter? Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Old town uh, up and moves. Uh, what is it? Uh, come winter, uh, blizzard snowed everybody in. Had to oh, wow. go in, get everybody out. Wow. It was a nightmare. Um, this room, the on the land tanks. Here you go. And locks the door. Thank you. Uh, do you guys need any help? Uh, um, we should be good. I, yeah, I think I think we're good. Uh, what are you listening can... to? Um. John Denver. I don't know. Oh, good choice. Good choice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll lock up when, when we leave. All right. All right. Thanks. Hey, can I see your badges? Sure. Sure. What's this? Where's your badges? (laughs) Um, All right. So I didn't print mine out. I'm sorry. (laughs) he, He says, he says, just tell me when you're leaving and I'll lock back up. Sure thing. And he goes back downstairs. All right. So, what do you want to get? 
what sort of equipment? Uh, what is it? Uh, we need basically tools that we can do a dissection. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking scalpels and scalpel, uh, forceps. Yeah. Scissors. The little needle thing in the end of a stick. Yeah. Sort of tweeze things apart. I mean, you could. Microscope. Could a knife. Ooh, yeah. a microscope would be good. Microscope yeah. would be good. There's so heavy. A... I mean, you could put yeah. that in a bag, but. You know. Um. They've got the stereo microscope mm -hmm. they have a do they have a yeah. jar of formaldehyde just sitting sitting around sure you can find that that'd be good to put the thing in that'll work and um what Once is we're it, done uh, dissecting it well and since it's a biology lab uh would they have uh any kind of um what is it uh, saws or anything like that if we have to get get through bone they don't have anything that big in here okay didn't think so, but yeah. yeah. You could get through, well, you could get something like look, that at the hardware store. Oh yeah. sure. And we're probably gonna have to. Um what is it? Yep. Uh unless you want to try again for the uh medical uh department, uh I think we should uh what is it, count ourselves lucky and uh mm -hmm. get on with it. All right. Yeah. Well, how how confident are you with uh, the stuff we've got right now? I mean, I could do some good work with this. What is it? Uh, I'm I'm pretty confident as long as we don't have to do like a chemical analysis or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Which right. uh, chemical analysis might be useful on that orange crap. Uh, which it's a biology department. They probably have a couple of pH strips. Yeah, let's. I'll go and I'll go and see if I can find some solvents. All right. Yeah. Let's just say that you find everything that you need. Okay. 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 You you don't want to list off things. No. <laughs> you can make a list for for later reference. That's fine. Okay. Right. Um. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll grab all that and put it in a bag and get ready to go. All right. Oh man, they've got a whole bottle of hand wavium over here. <laughs> Get a jar of elbow grease there too. Um, all right. So you, you tell the janitor, he locks up, you leave. Um, shake his hand. Yeah. You've done a great service for your country today, sir. He laughs. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then maybe an hour later, he thinks, hey. What if they were just crooks? <laughs> um, you then I mean, go to the hardware store, you said. Yep. No, we haven't yet. Well, I, that's what you were going to do next. Yeah. Right. Well, I want to... Uh, now, either... the gun thing is a problem. You can't buy a gun. It, yeah. You know, not mm -hmm. over the counter in one day. In the This is 2017. Um, well, I definitely want either like a saw or a set of bolt cutters. Do a, do a luck roll to see if you can get in the building without attracting any attention. Uh, and if we're in the hardware store, we might be able to pick up a uh, nail gun. Yep, 29, I got in. All right. Uh, your luck is that you get there and the power is still out at this place. So there's no alarm. There's no, 
there's no way to get in and there's no people around. Uh, okay. So I'll just say that you get in rather easily uh, by some means. And you wanted to get, you know, once again, you can make a list of what you need if it's at a hardware store. Okay. All right. Uh, do they have, do they have a nail gun? Uh, yeah, they do. And in fact, they do have firearms. So mm. um, with a little ingenuity, you should be able to procure some firearms. A cold shotgun. Mm. Let's stick to maybe two shotguns at most. We don't, because they're, Is it, uh, hard, in, in they're all, hard to conceal. Well, in all seriousness, we're going to be hunting something uh, in mm -hmm. the snow. We probably want uh, something with a scope. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, just one. Uh, hard to conceal, yes, but uh, it's probably going to be useful because we probably don't want to get too close to this thing. Yeah, we can conceal it in the car under, under blankets or something in the back seat. Yep. Okay. So two shotguns and a rifle. Yep. Okay. And uh revolver. It'll work. A de yeah, a decent mid-sized revolver. So like okay. 357 or something. All right. So, I'll let you guys um detail those uh over the next break and you can uh you know how much damage they do and so forth. Sure. Um, all right, you managed to get out of there and you managed to head back. I assume you're heading right back to the hotel? Uh, no, we're going uh, straight to the house to... Uh, you're going to the house to get more and for more samples. Yeah, All right. I want to uh, look at the bodies and right. the uh, biological samples. It's not really a climax, but we'll go ahead and we'll end it there. And we'll pick back up with the puzzle box and the next item on the list and... Uh, back to uh, Skip Mill's house. Our players... Oops, where did it go? Our players included Brian Daly, Matt Ryan, Josh Harwood, and Ryan Sesney, and Ian Christensen, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron. Grobzilla has pledged $3 a month to our group. Thank you so much, Grobzilla. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Punch the bell icon with updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. <laughs>